Hey, you're listening to the No Special Teams Podcast. I'm your host, Ben Kiesling. Um, I also have Ben Friesen and Carson Harris with me. No Ben Holloway this week. His baby is teething. And um, as much as we love Finley, we didn't want to hear her scream for <laughs> the next 30 minutes and didn't think y'all would enjoy that. So um, he is dealing with that. Um, very glad I don't have children right now. And I don't have to worry about that stuff. But, um, yeah. How's it going? It's going good. We're uh, just recording a live pod here in Little Rock. Oh, yeah. And we're all watching the uh, Mavericks-Clippers game yep. right now. So, um, Luca just got hurt. We're hoping he is okay. Um, but if we get any live updates during the pod, we'll keep everybody updated. Although, you'll probably already know. Because you probably <laughs> would have already seen it on ESPN or yep. Twitter. But I don't you know, know. We, we will let you know. We did the, the end to the story about the uh, the baseball player that was a uh, Sochi Olympian. We did. We the, did. We, that story. we leaked that before ESPN because of Carson. Because so. <laughs> <laughs> my random <laughs> Olympic knowledge. We're really on the bleeding edge of the uh, sports updates here. <laughs> All right. We do have some big news on the soccer front. Um, Champions League is going on. Carson, why don't you update us on what Bayern Munich has been doing and just absolutely destroying everybody, right? Yes, um, that is an understatement. They beat Barcelona in a uh, single game. Uh, what was that? In the quarterfinals, 8-2. to two. Um, If you're not a soccer fan, that's a lot of goals to a decent amount of goals. That even if you don't follow soccer. What's up? I said, even if you don't follow soccer, you should know that that is a lot of goals. That is a lot (laughs) of goals. Somebody that doesn't know anything, like that's a lot of goals. I remember seeing that they actually scored nine goals and one of them was an own goal. Yes. So um, when it was 4-0 at the time, they had actually – or 4-1 at the time, they had actually scored all five goals because the – First goal that Barcelona scored was an own goal by uh, David Alaba. And it was a very nice goal that he just blasted straight into the upper corner of his own net. (laughs) Nice. Now, I found this interesting. I don't remember who it was that said this. I did see a tweet. Apparently, one of the Barcelona players was talking crap about Bayern leading up to the game and said basically that – the German league doesn't have anyone good. And when they come and play in the, the champions league that um, they're going to have to play real teams. And yeah, not so do anything. the player's name is Arturo Vidal. Um, he is, uh, he's pretty old now, like 33, 34 still has the exact same Mohawk that he's had since he was like 19. Um, so he actually played on that Bayern Munich team like a couple of years ago. And was a part of their – they've won like eight straight league titles and was a part mm-hmm. of like a couple of those league titles. So him coming out randomly talking that trash, saying that, I thought Barcelona had a chance until he said that, and then I was just like, there's no way. they're gonna- well, And then they completely didn't back it up. They <laughs> just played like actual crap. And so, so I actually watched that game, and um, or at least most of it, and Arturo Vidal was the worst player, I think, on the field. At one point, he was awful in that game. <laughs> there's a uh, there's a video of whenever they scored like 
I want to say they're their sixth or seventh goal. And he just grabs like the advertisement board and just screams as loud as he can at the empty stadium right there of no fans. (laughs) (laughs) And it was like one of those moments you're like, yep, probably shouldn't have talked all the trash, bud. Well, I think if you're going to talk it, you got to back it up. I mean, like I've, I've been known to talk some trash in fantasy football and I tend to not back it up and I, it always ends up going poorly for me. So, and if you don't uh, back it up, at least compete, like it yeah. was eight to two, like if they had lost two, one or two Oh, or even three Oh, it would have just been like, all right, yeah, I probably shouldn't have said that. The fact that they allowed eight goals Barcelona hasn't allowed eight goals since like 1959 or something. And um, like, oh, that was just terrible. Now like Messi maybe leaving. um, Not not looking good for Barcelona. No, it is not. But, well, moving on to the next thing. Hockey playoffs are going on. Oh, you have more? Yeah, go back to that with the Barcelona because this is definitely worth mentioning. So Barcelona has – there was three players – that Barcelona has paid over 100 million euros for to have them. And uh, those three players were Coutinho, Griezmann, and Dembele. Dembele was on the bench and never got in the game. Um, Griezmann came on in the second half and didn't really do much. Coutinho was actually on loan at Bayern Munich and scored goals seven and eight. So he scored goals against his parent <laughs> club. <laughs> to send them to the uh, Champions League final. Or that to the Champions League semifinal. Nice. Breaking news, Luca is walking back out with uh, kind of a limp. He's pretty, yeah. It's, oh, man, I hope he's all right. I, I, love how they, I love how they have the Disney lines with the zigzagging all the way through, even at the bubble. Yeah. Hey, it's like they have a fast pass, too, so they don't even have to wait. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Okay, well, yeah, moving forward. We've got to talk about Ben's hockey, NHL playoffs. My goals are looking good. I'm glad that I picked a dominant team to start out being a fan of. So definitely how jumping many, on the bandwagon there. They won their series. At this point. What? I said, how many games have you watched at this point? Uh, none. <laughs> but I'm still, still a huge fan. Um, <laughs> and my Golden Knights just won their series 4-1 the next round proud of them did you know they had won their series before the night i did not <laughs> <laughs> i will say i did keep up with the avalanche i watched uh, a couple games and um they have beat up beat the hurricanes at this point i watched them lose one i think and win one but i i've i've actually watched a couple so i, I can't say that i haven't seen it proud of you so it looks like my beloved blues are about to get knocked out unless something ridiculous happens. Uh, They're down 3-2 to the Vancouver Canucks in the series, and they are losing in the game right now 4-0. So unless they come back and score four goals, which you never know, it could happen. They did score three super quick ones the other day to force overtime and then get a win. But hopefully they can come back and force a game seven. Or game – yeah, game six. And then – Can we talk – about how hockey has just the coolest like logos and team names just i just think in general like they're just all their teams are like kind of cool concepts right 
Yeah, I can see that. Like, I think, like, having a team named, like, the Avalanche, it just fits so well for hockey, right? And then they have a lot of weather, too, because they have, like, the lightning, they have the hurricanes. But, like, even, like, I love, like, the Maple Leafs. Like, they're, like, logo, team name. I just think that's a cool design. You don't really have it anywhere else. I don't know. But just a random thought. But moving from awesome <laughs> team names to the worst team names, Major League Baseball. So I don't know if y'all saw this this week. Um, I feel like the MLB does a great job of just ruining the sport for their fans <laughs> and just trying to make it like just everybody hate like watching the MLB. Like, okay, so I don't know if y'all have heard. Fernando Tatis Jr., um, he is a – I think he's – I believe he's a rookie. I could be wrong, though. Um, he's a younger player, up and coming. And um, I believe he's leading the league in home runs right now. Unless I'm He's got 10. Yeah. He's 10. I thought it was 11. But regardless, um, he's doing really well this season. Double so in, the, in his game the other day against the Texas Rangers, um, the Padres, um, with one of the ugliest jerseys in – <laughs> all of sports. The Dude, you mean the yellow. Buffalo Wild Wings jerseys? <laughs> they do look like Buffalo Wild Wings. They look like the old Buffalo Wild Wings jerseys back when uh, like they had all the waiters and waitresses wore like those same brown and whatever jerseys before they had them like, wearing the red and blue ones. But regardless, so uh, the Padres are crushing the Rangers at this point in time in the game. Um, I believe they were up eight runs maybe um it's not a close game it's the eighth inning and um the rangers pitcher um walks a whole bunch of guys to load the bases and uh then throws three balls to tatis and then throws one right down the middle and uh he hits a grand slam and everybody is just completely pissed off about this dude hitting this grand slam and I'm like, what in the world, people? Like, do you not want, like, people to enjoy watching baseball? Like, this kind of stuff is the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. Like, if yeah. you don't want, if you don't want people to score on you and dance on, like, you know, celebrate after having, you know, scored, do something about it. <laughs> yeah. Know, don't come out and walk the bases loaded and throw one right over the plate and let them hit a grand slam. I, you know, I just think we're, oh man. And, and I feel like it's too, it's like the traditionalists of baseball, you know, like, um, oh my gosh, we have to, you know, preserve the, you know, integrity of the game and stuff. And I'm, you know, I, I, I like baseball. I typically follow college baseball more, but, you know, I just feel like if you want to increase the viewership of your audience, you got to stop crap like this because, it ruins it for the fans. What do y'all think? Did y'all see this or? So um, I'm a Rangers fan, and I'm all for um, hitting a grand slam when you're up like that. Like that's one thing I do like about baseball is you can't run the clock out. So you literally, I mean, you have to play every at bat. So I mean, there's technically you can always have a comeback. It could be the final out of the game and you're down 10 runs and something absolutely crazy could happen. And there's not a clock to obstruct that from happening. Like you have to play the play and get the outs. So I'm all for it. 
and uh, uh, Rangers manager can he can get over it. Like you shouldn't have allowed your guys to be down that much, anyways. Yeah, I saw that there's some outrage about it too, and I was very confused because it's. I mean, you got to stop him. Like that's the whole point of playing offense, like to score. So why would you not try to do that? I don't know. It's just very stupid that people are. Yeah, and I remember seeing too. Like, if you're the Rangers, you're not going to just stop playing because right you're down that many. You're still trying to win the game. Yeah, like you could come back. You know, so why would the other team stop scoring? That doesn't make any sense, too. And I saw one somebody was talking about, and I believe it's Michael Irvin that said this back in the day when, you know, the, the Cowboys were tearing it up. Also, Luca is back out on the court, so I, I believe he is okay. But Michael Irvin back in the day said, you know, if you don't want me to dance in the end zone, stop me from scoring. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, I just – I don't understand, you know, the idea here. Like, you know, I I don't know. I get, I I get frustrated about that kind of stuff. So, and I saw this uh, – We're no special teams. We are opposed to stopping people from hitting grand slams. <laughs> <laughs> so, I saw this uh, – I got clickbaited or fake news. But um, it was a video of his next at bat the next day. And mm-hmm. they said, I can't believe his walk-up song. And it was, don't cry me a river. <laughs> and then I was scrolling through the comments and found out that was actually not his walk-up song. And he had like a normal walk-up song. But I thought that would have been hilarious. That's great. That would have been really funny. <laughs> um, keeping with baseball, player that uh, I'm really starting to like, Trevor Bauer. So he posted uh, this picture. MLB, MLB wouldn't let him wear these cleats where um, – it had like the Joe Kelly, like you mad bro face on mm. them. And then it also had like hashtag free Kelly on the other side. And he tried to wear those for the game and was told by MLB he couldn't. So they're really taking the fun out of the games. Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like in, in order for fan engagement, like I just think it's so important to, you know, try to make it to where younger audiences is, is interested, you know? And I think that's one of the biggest things with baseball is, I mean, really like they don't have the following that the NBA or the NFL, um, maybe not as much the NHL, but, you know, I, I think both of those two leagues are doing so well because they have, they've targeted kind of that younger audience. Right. Mm-hmm. And I just foresee the, the major league baseball really struggling in the future because younger audiences are moving more towards, you know, the NBA and, and the NFL and, and other sports because they're catering to that audience. But yeah. So staying with Joe Kelly, his wife has gotten into the drama. <laughs> and uh, Lance McCullers the other day gave Joe Kelly a warning and said Carlos Carrera is someone you do not want to mess with. And then she, like, posted a big, long message on her Instagram story, and she called him a McMuffin. And I thought that was the funniest thing ever. That she, <laughs> she like called I mean, Carlos Correa a McMuffin. No, no, no. She called Lance McCullers like I mean the <laughs> mech. But she like uh, oh, she said you yeah. McMuffin, and then said a bunch of uh, expletives followed by some other stuff about he's not afraid of anyone and this and that. But I think it's hilarious that the Joe Kelly drama has gotten into the players' wives are getting involved. I love <laughs> like, it. We need to get a reality show for that. Like I would watch it. That'd be interesting. Like. Who would have thought that because the uh, MLB chose not to 
punish the Astros by any means. Joe Kelly's wife would be, get on Instagram and start tweeting and posting uh, ex- expletives at Astros players and personnel. <laughs> Love it. That's I'm great. all about it. <laughs> okay, Ben, update us. So, obviously, we're in the playoffs now. Yep, and the um, playoffs has started. Um, our uh, mine and Keesling's dark horse pick in the east of the Heat is looking pretty good. They have been uh, dominating the Pacers so far in this series. Um, and Ben Holloway's, you know, his he's a big Duncan Robinson fan. If you follow Hollow Hoops, um, you've probably seen him tweet quite a bit about um, Duncan. And he has been absolutely killing it. I believe he broke the franchise record for most threes in a playoff game. He did so indeed. He did. Yeah. Um, they had him in an interview the other day, and I thought it was really funny. So he's a D3 guy. And um, he, they asked him about how it is playing with no crowds, and he said, I'm used to that. I came from D3. <laughs> and he said, I'm used to playing in empty gyms. And I just thought that was hilarious. Well, yeah. you know, so he played at Michigan, I guess, his senior year. He's a grad transfer, right? And I saw, um, if y'all listen at all, JJ Reddick has a podcast and he interviewed Duncan Robinson on there. And I just thought this was so interesting. He asked him, um, I guess, like, who's your favorite player? Who do you model your game after? And his answer, I was just so surprised. It was Joe Ingles. <laughs> I was like, out of everyone in the league, you're modeling your game after this Joe Ingles? athletic guy is who I want to be like. That gets bucked. I was like, you're literally talking to JJ Reddick, who plays the exact same way. Why not him, Ray That's Allen, um, Steph? You know, guys that shoot. <laughs> no, it's Joe Ingles. I just thought that was so interesting. That's awesome. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, in the uh, in the West, it's looking pretty interesting as far as uh, the series go. I think the non home court advantage is really giving the underdogs a chance, and. Uh, I mean, all the series have been tied 1-1, uh, except the Thunder series. So that's a, that's a sad note for myself and for Kiesling. And the – oh, you're ta- are you talking just West? The 76ers are now down 3-0. Right. Yeah, well. but in the West, uh, things are looking really even. The Mavericks are giving a good series to the Clippers. Um, I hope the Blazers can keep it a series with the Lakers, but I'm not sure anymore after last game. Mm-hmm. Uh but yeah, the Rockets are also looking like a team that could really uh, make a run if they can keep shooting well and keep defending at the level that they are because they're making the Thunder look real bad. Well, yeah, and I think the big thing with the Rockets that has been a surprise, obviously they have always been a pretty good shooting team, although that comes and goes. The thing that's been such a surprise is defensively, they have not done anything like this all season long. Um, and they just flipped a switch and turned it on. Um, if you watch that game, I thought it was interesting. Um, one of the announcers, I don't remember who it was, um, mentioned, you know, in the, in the playoffs, the, the players that really make a difference, you know, you have to be able to play on both sides of the ball. You have to be a two-way player. Yeah. And I think what we're seeing from the Thunder is we have these guys like Dort, um, Baisley, to a lesser extent, he has a little bit more of an offensive game, but we have several guys that, I mean, they are, you know, good defenders, but not necessarily um, prolific offensive players. Yeah. Um, and because of that, I think we've kind of fallen a little bit behind the eight ball and really we're, we're out there playing four on five on defense and they're switching everything. And it just makes it hard for our guys like Shea, Gilgis Alexander, Dennis Schroeder to be able to get to the basket and, uh, 
and finish some shots. Yeah. I don't want to overreact to the series, but honestly, the, the Rockets are looking like they could like they could be a dark horse to win the West. Um, just with how they've defended and once you get Westbrook back, the only the only thing I could see is Anthony Davis giving them problems. But other than that, like they can they have defenders for all the wing guys on the Clippers. Um, they could really make an impact in the West if they can keep defending at the level that they're defending at and then keep knocking down shots, which is a – I mean, that's a big question mark, but uh, if they can at least shoot at a decent pace, they can they can really make some impact. So something I think is worth noting um, with yeah. the Mavericks playing right now and the coolest guy in the NBA, Boban, being on the court. Um, in an interview the other day, they asked him how tall his parents are, and um, it's been fact-checked. His mom is 5'6", and his dad is 5'9". No way. That's yes. insane. And he's what, 7'4"? And he's 7'4". Seven, seven, oh, my is gosh. It, how did, is, does he have like – He has uh, a, uh, some perpetuatory gland gigantism or something like that. I was reading about it. Huh. So I'm 5'5". I guess five, so there's a chance that I could have a 7'4 child. If you get a 5'6", why? You're right now. Gosh, a seven foot four ginger would be the greatest thing in the NBA. <laughs> oh my god, that's basically just Connor Vanover, right? <laughs> <laughs> basically, uh, I was listening to uh, the Ringer NBA podcast, and they were talking about Boban and just how much like everyone loves him, and they said he should run for president because he just brings everyone together. He's not American, unfortunately. I know they got to change the rules. Just so Boban can be president. Kanye Boban. <laughs> that would be a great party. And um, I, I personally, they head. probably have my vote. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Boban really brings everyone together. He's great. But, uh, yeah. Do you have any more on the NBA update, Ben? Um, let's see. Obviously, we saw um, both eight seeds beat the one seeds in the first game, which I, I found interesting. Um, and I don't know that it was necessarily a surprise, but we saw Giannis and the Bucks come out and spank the Magic. (laughs) Yeah, I think they'll uh, be fine in that series. They really needed a wake-up call, and I don't think anybody in their right mind would pick the Magic in that series. Right. Um, Which I I found that interesting. Um, We'll see. I will say we've kind of seen a lot of the supporting cast in Milwaukee um, not play in the same fashion that they did during the regular season. Um, right now, um, I can't think of his name. I feel like this happens on Middleton? a basis. Middleton, yeah, Middleton has not been playing too hot yeah, he's this point in up. time. So, I mean, really, if they want to have a chance to make it, I, I think the the Miami Heat are a terrible matchup for them, um, and that's what they'll be seeing in the second round. Um barring, you know, Indianapolis um, turning it on and finding a way to beat the Heat. Yeah. Um, I know, think really, in I, the, that was weird, you calling them Indianapolis. <laughs> Indiana, Pacers. Indiana Pacers. Um, <laughs> I think the, uh, the East second round is going to be so good because the Heat and the, uh, the Celtics are both incredible teams. Um, mm-hmm. And I think they could pose a real challenge to Toronto and Milwaukee. But honestly, well, think- Toronto 
I could see winning the East again. They've been really good and really consistent. Speaking of Toronto, I thought it was kind of wild um, that they've never had a 3-0 series lead in franchise history until right now. Dang. Really? Even last year with uh, Kawhi, they didn't have a 3-0 series hmm. lead. What was Dang. their expectation going coming into this season, too? You know? Yeah, they were expecting to really they were gonna blow it up. So I've been I've been super impressed with Toronto. I could I might I kind of want to change my prediction from the Bucks to Toronto, but I'll leave it at the Bucks for now. Mm-hmm. This is not uh, NBA bubble news, but this is uh, NBA news with the uh, draft uh, lottery. Oh yeah, being dished out. The Warriors basically executed the greatest, <laughs> uh, like throw games ever tanking ever they literally are going to have either what is it the second or third overall pick they have the second, second pick. pick they have the second pick or they're about to get an established star by trade to help out an already stacked coming off of injury team i will yeah. say that they are doing this in i mean probably the weakest draft we've seen since 2014 um yeah. You know, and what are they actually going to be able to get in a trade with that pick? Um, I, I think the only teams that would necessarily be interested would be rebuilding teams. I have a hard time seeing anybody that would be able to fit and get under the cap, too. You got to keep that in mind. Um, they, don't, they don't have a ton of cap space. Give it to the Knicks, get Bobby Portis and someone else. <laughs> no. I mean, so I don't think Bobby Portis is necessarily a needle mover. I, I, I if they're going to do it in a draft, I think this is the draft to do it in. I mean, um, outside of, you know, and I say that, I don't even know that any of these guys are necessarily going to be great players. Anthony Edwards, um, you know, I think he's obviously a freak athlete. I was talking about this with Holloway this afternoon, and I think a great comp for him is uh, – Andrew Wiggins, which is hilarious <laughs> that they literally just traded Andrew Wiggins and they're going to draft a guy that plays the exact same as Andrew Wiggins. That's um, but they have Lamella Ball, who, I mean, really, if you think about it, is a lot like D'Angelo Russell. Um, yeah. <laughs> and then James Wiseman. Um, I mean, I don't know that he's necessarily as similar to Cat as um, I, I would say those other two guys are to other players, yeah. but this just feels um, like a really weak draft, so it's mm-hmm. the the lottery didn't seem that important. Um, yeah, yeah. I guess other NBA basketball news: um, Isaiah Joe um, dropped his name out of the uh, or put his name back into the draft. For yeah, this season. really unfortunate for Arkansas fans. Um, I am rolling back my prediction that we're going to win the national championship. <laughs> I still think we're going to be pretty good. Um, I don't know how good at this point, but um, that was a big loss for the, the Hogs. And I really hope that the Thunder take him because if this if this series has proven anything, it is that we need shooting. Yeah. And I think that Joe is underrated and could be what we're hoping that Terrence Ferguson and maybe Dort and some of these guys could be. I think he could be a, a good defender on the on the wing and obviously a great shooter so yeah that'd be a good fit um should we move on to our last topic oh yeah okay so we were talking about this right before and our our idea 
we have for our wacky segment this week. You know, we like to keep it fresh. Um, so we wanted to talk about superpowers. So I watched this movie earlier this, I guess it was last weekend, called Project Power on Netflix. It has Jamie Foxx and Joseph Gordon-Levitt. If y'all haven't seen this movie, it's actually pretty good. I would recommend it um, as long as you are allowed to watch rated R movies. Um, I don't think it was that bad. I, I, I think there was some language and it was pretty violent, but um, nothing <laughs> super crazy in it. Um, if you are are living with your parents, make sure it's okay for them to watch it, I guess, is what I'm saying. But <laughs> as an adult, I thought the movie was pretty good. Um, based on that movie, I decided, okay, we're going to, let's talk about some superpowers and discuss which one we pick. So my first question for Ben and Carson. Um, so if you had to choose to be either three of the four powers from the Fantastic Four or Dr. Doom, who would you pick? Which one? What were Dr. Doom's powers again? So you want to hear it? He has a lot. It's like a ton of different Sorry, I'm not a metal. And he has like brain powers where he can like float stuff. I don't know. I just know he's pretty powerful. And in the Fantastic Four, they got like a, a, there's a variety of powers. So you only get three of the four, but you can pick the three. I think I'm choosing the three Fantastic Four powers. Um, And the three outside of the thing. So the flaming torch where you can fly and set yourself on fire, the stretchy guy, and invisible. Okay. So you want to hear something crazy? So me being the movie guru that I am and the big superhero fan that I am, I have never seen any of the Fantastic Fours except for the one in 1994, and I watched it when I was like seven. They were pretty good. I think the – and they're probably not good now. I bet it's one that did not hold up very well. I remember watching them as a kid. The Like the ones that came out when we were younger were very good. And then they came out with the remake that had Michael B. Jordan and Miles Teller. And it was not seen. That one was not good. I would not watch that one. (laughs) I heard it was really Um, good. It was not worth watching. But the the one that came out when we were younger, I remember it being pretty good. So, or both of them that came out. All right. I got one for us. Wait, Carson didn't answer. Carson, which one would you, which one would you pick? Well, I guess I have to go with the other ones since I've never seen the Fantastic Four, so I don't really know all the powers. I know oh, there's a guy that like yeah. turns into rocks. There's like an elastic person. There's a flame and something else. All right. Well, that was kind of lame answer. I yeah. sorry, I didn't. I should have run that by you and made sure you knew. But yeah, so <laughs> I, I would choose Doctor Doom. I've got to go. Uh, just like you had to go watch the Palace of the Malice last week, Malice I'm gonna keep bringing bringing that up. Um, Mouth mm-hmm. of the Palace. Um, I've got to go watch Fantastic Four at some point. You got to watch it. It's pretty good. Ah, I say that. It's okay. Maybe when I come to Little Rock, we can watch it. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's go to my question real quick. So, would you rather be able to run 100 miles per hour or drop from any height and land on your feet without getting hurt? Oh, crap. I'll go Maybe first. I would run 100 miles per hour. I don't drop from that many places. Um, I say that. I'm pretty clumsy. I do fall quite frequently. (laughs) 
But that's not really a drop. That's more of a trip. I'm I'm still gonna I'd rather be fast. As a slow person, I would just I would like to feel what it's like to be fast. Okay. Carson. That's all. I'm gonna go with a run hundred miles an hour because there's not many times in my life where I've gotten like on the edge of a cliff and I was like, let's go ahead and jump and land on our feet. So I feel like if even I can like jump and land pretty quickly. I still can run a hundred miles an hour so I can run all the way down the mountain or down the 400 flights of stairs or anything like that. So I'm going to run a hundred miles an hour. Plus I'm guaranteed Olympic gold for <laughs> Uber <true>. years. <laughs> I just think being able to fall, drop from any height, land on your feet without getting hurt. Like that's very unique. And it'd be a great party trick. Like, you know, just (laughs) invite some people over, um, you know, host a party on top of a skyscraper and just be like, guys, I'll be right back and just like walk off the edge and then come up the elevator a couple minutes later. Like, that'd be pretty dope. Or like, jump from the roof to the pool. You could just jump from the roof to the ground and just land. Just like, yeah. Right. I feel like that's unique enough to where it would be a very cool cool thing to have but like you couldn't like whether you want to be a super villain or a superhero like you're not gonna you're just gonna be able to do that one cool thing like you're not gonna be able to make an impact you know what i'm saying yeah that's not really a superpower that can make you uh a, like a superhero but it'd just be a very cool thing to add to your life that's my opinion yeah. all right one more would you be would you rather be able to walk through walls or create fire at will Okay, can we get a clarification? Does the fire burn me? No. <laughs> It'd be a really, really terrible superpower. You use it one time, you're on fire. <laughs> no, I mean, like, where do you, like, create? Is it just from my hands, like, I can shoot it? Or am I, like, the human torch? It doesn't say, but I'm guessing kind of like the human torch, but not, like, set your whole body on fire. But you can maybe have it in your hands. That's what I'm going to make this question. Okay. Oh, that's a tough one. I know. That's a good one. I'm walking through walls. Why yeah. is that? Um, I mean, we're going to rob a bank right now if I can walk through <laughs> walls. <laughs> like, you know how cool that would be? It's like, hey, can someone get that door? And then you just walk to the other side of it. And you're like, yeah, no key needed, guys. I got us. I would definitely Same use thing that with a vault. to get like stuff out of the fridge without having to open it. And that would probably be about the extent of my <laughs> use of that superpower. Um, I would probably say fire just because that's pretty awesome. Like, could you imagine like being able to like shoot fire? Like, that'd be pretty sweet. That's kind of dope. Um, I think I'm going to have to side with Carson on this one and be able to walk through walls. Both, both of the questions I mentioned aren't really things that make you a superhero. Uh, and I think the walking through walls would better your life more than the being able to create fire. I would be at the NBA bubble if I could walk through walls. <laughs> you can leave your house. You never have to lock the door. You can just walk right in. Um, you know, you never is have it to just, lock the car. Is it just walls or everything? Like, could you walk through, like, people? Or oh, like, I'm guessing just like walls and doors. Okay. Yeah, we're not transparent. Yeah. But 
you know, you're never locked out of anything. I think it would be the one that betters your life the most. Yeah, that would. All right. Um, this one's pretty different. Um, it's got a restriction <laughs> on it. So would you rather be a shapeshifter, as in you can turn into any animal, except you are stuck to that animal for 24 hours, or would you rather be able to talk to any animal or species and communicate with them? That's a really good one. I just made that up. Are you for real? <clears throat> yeah. That's pretty creative. Person. Thanks. I think for me personally, it would have to be, be able to talk to any animal. Because right now, if I transformed into an animal, like I couldn't go to work like that. So I could really only do that on the weekends. <laughs> the other, I could do it at any point. I can just, you know, go to the, the zoos right by my house. So I can just go there, have a casual conversation with the animals. That'd be pretty sweet. That's what I'm going with. This is completely off topic, but what animal do you think you would most likely be friends with if you went to the zoo and talked to them? Hmm. I don't know. I feel like I'd want to be friends with the cheetah, but he'd be too cool for me. <laughs> That's true. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking I had to settle for like the zebra or something. That's true. The zebra would be pretty cool. Or not the orangutan. What's like the big orange monkey that uh, it's like massive? You're right, orangutan. No, no, no orangutan. The, yeah, yeah. The orangutan with a weird giant face. That's orangutan. Oh, an orangutan. <laughs> <laughs> no, I swear. It's, no, I'm telling you, it's an orangutan. It is for a giggle. It's an orangutan. No. <laughs> That's legitimately what it is. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> That's the giant one with a weird face and orange. It's an orangutan. Oh my gosh, this is terrible podcasting. Are you literally googling it right now? <laughs> yeah, it's not an orangutan. Yes, it is. Okay. Regardless, I would. There's, there's something. Oh there. man, that is a tough question. I. Th as an as an animal, do I, I maintain my current intelligence, right? I think so, yeah. Okay, I would choose I would probably choose talking to animals too, because I think I could convince them to help me do things. <laughs> Plus like I would what? love to have an animal sidekick, you know? Like just a just like a little friend. I can like come come along with me, <laughs> go on adventures. Oh my gosh! Like um, if I imagine if I had a little monkey that like came with me places, and you could talk to him, that'd be pretty sweet. And I could talk to him, kind of like Curious George. <laughs> Basically, you got to get a <laughs> or right. chipmunk. Uh, like we still have any listeners um, at this point? Probably. Um, I'm going with the opposite. I think it'd be cool to turn into an animal for 24 hours. So this is going to be my weekend thing. You know, while you're like trying to relax and do this, I'm turning into an eagle for the weekend and going on a flight trip. Or I'm turning into a fish mm. and going and doing some cool stuff. Would you not be worried about like getting caught or something like that as a fish? I mean, I could or... be a whale. <laughs> no, yeah, people go whaling because of the thing, like. I mean, I, I feel don't know. Like, Maybe it's not legal. Legal. like probably have a pretty cool life. Yeah, every weekend you could just go visit somewhere else. I mean, I could, I could just be a Razorback and get into every sporting event. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That would be kind of kind of dope. 
but well i think that might be where we end um thank you guys for listening and i hope if if you have any animal thoughts um let us know and we would love to hear them um also if you if you share the podcast to your social media and review us on apple podcasts and tweet me a picture i'll get you the $15 gift card of your choice for the first three people to do it. So as long as you're not related to us, I got to keep on throwing that out there because I know Carson's going to be like, Hey dad, do this. And then you can give me the gift card. So <laughs> I'm pretty sure my dad has never shared anything on social media. <laughs> that's is like the, the blank pick that Twitter gives you on his, like his like one, the little egg thing. Does it still do the egg? Uh, maybe it may just be like a, like a silhouette, but like a gray one of like a head, like your, the Facebook profile pic. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Regardless, feel free to do that. And, uh, yeah, just let me know. And we're in rate us, share us. And, uh, that'd be pretty sweet. So, all right, everybody. Thank you. Have a great evening and, uh, we'll catch you next time. Yep. Peace. See ya. Later.